Good evening, all. How are you all doing tonight? Better. Praise God. What a beautiful time to be alive. And let me see what nation you're watching from before we get into the word tonight. Um, I'm just going to have to speak as slow as I can um, so that I, I already know because I've been pastoring for a while, isn't it? I already know that the fraction of the word that we remember is still not me still, but it's better. The fraction of the word we remember is very minimal, isn't it? Uh, because to remember the word, you have to pay attention to it. To pay attention to something, you, your life must depend on it. So, uh, the reason why it takes time for the Word to kick into action in our lives is because when we first start on the Word journey, believing and trusting the Word, uh, at that moment, there are many things that are the options uh, against the Word. So the word does not come to fruition until it's the only option. So it takes time. Because it's more like you're still in the market. There are many things going on and many options. And please, forget about what you say. Uh, because I know you mean what you say. But most times what we do then becomes different, isn't it? Why? Because we still have many things to test and see if they work. I know you believe in giving, but there are so many other things as well that you believe in, in the school of prosperity. And so uh, we won't remember the word if we don't pay attention to it. So you would see David speaking to his son Solomon through the true poet. So through revelation many times telling them to pay attention for they are life to those who find them and health to all their flesh. He warned him as a young man telling him about how many things go on around that battle for the place of the word. So many things. So many times you would even doubt the existence of God because of science. So many things. And as far as the word is concerned, those things are fine because the word is not in a hurry. It's ready when you are ready. But then there's an expiration date on this body. And that's where I'm going to tonight. Meaning everybody that appears on earth, you know, like when you buy food and it puts expiration date. And you know, sometimes it looks so far away. Uh, but it's still a date and those who put it there know what they are doing I think once your body appears in this realm it has expiration date you see that expiration date there's nothing you can do about it but that's not my issue tonight so I'm wondering where to start from tonight um, uh, your majesty so I can know where to start from that would help me 
Now don't don't make it hot beat. I know you're in the mood of the, 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 that's how you you messed that last song up for me. I just needed to without all the gyration with it. It's fine. Just as boring as possible. I mean the drummer now. No, you guys are already boring. I mean the drummer. Your Majesty. Thank you. You're blessed, guys. start from verse 9 actually let's start from verse 1 we want to find the gap between Sarah and Abraham and so I'm still gonna go on the simpler part tonight you know on Sunday when Abraham was 100 years old Sarah was 99 and Jesus said which one of you Having 19, having 100 sheep, if one is missing, we're not going looking for the one. On Sunday, I believe the Holy Spirit leading us to a school of wealth, the key to wealth. And by the way, I, I'm, we're going to get there tonight. As we speak these things, there is no time in God. God created time. This is not my sound, Benny. You know it. I need a bit more buzz. God created time and stepped out of time. That's what God did. When he made time, he stepped out of it. So there is no fulfillment time. If there is anything blocking the things that God says, it's you. It's not him. When man was born, he entered time. So once you enter the space of what God created, whatever God created can happen to you within a minute. It's you. So, and I've been pastored for all these years. I've seen great people. I've seen people that are grown in the house. People whose testimony you hear about how they mature. Now, what, what, when I'm hearing about maturity, how people or somebody has matured I'm not hearing their praise in my own mind what I'm hearing is 
they are entering into time when they can undo some things. So don't worry about a man who has no penny. Worry if he matured. Because maturity is time growing into the space that already exists. The things you know today has always existed. They were there 10 years ago. Uh, you know, when someone heard the word like five years ago, the same word repeats five years after. Now they say five years after, now, oh man, I now understand. You heard the same thing five years before. So it's not the word, it's you. So I've met people who were maturing. Then I've met people, and when I heard the news about those who are maturing, I remember scriptures like John was writing to the church, and he said, there's no greater joy than to know that my children are walking in the truth. You remember last Thursday, um, the differentiation between truths and truth. So what matures a person is that at a young age, they decide to grow. They grew beyond their age by reason of paying attention. They paid attention to the things that made them grow. Because they paid attention, they were able, God can entrust them with things. Uh, in the kind of churches we grew in, which we didn't grow in, if you get what I mean. If they've taught us about maturing, growth, to understand, we would have handled more and take, taken the world. But we didn't take the world because we thought that prayer would make these things happen to us. But prayers do not have capacity to make God give a Bentley to a one-year-old. Are you listening to me tonight? And so when we turn around, and so that's about people who have matured and maturing. I hear the news. It encourages. Now, how do you deal with a group that cannot even keep can? You know, when you drink Coke, you go to, to a person's house or you're in the church. Then you pop Coca-Cola can open. These are matured women. Some of them married. They can't pick the bin. They have to litter the place. How do you turn to such people and say you'll be millionaires? How does that work? Let's, let's be realistic now, guys. And I'm not talking about, I mean, I, I may be talking about a group in the church. I won't be specific about, apart from those who sing. Um, and then... God gave me a word to give to that because when I think about something a lot then I get understanding and the word is simple listen to this if you litter a place you are probably the litter in that place you need to rehear that if you litter a place you are probably a litter you are the litter in the place you are the bin so it's not just that we can't keep an environment. No. If we keep you away, guess what? The environment will be clean. It'll keep you away eventually. But it will not empty the chairs. So we'll prepare people. So we have to take it from the mundane. Because the big deal cannot happen to you if you cannot handle the mundane. You can't tell adults to pick up liters. And turn to the same adults and say, guess what? We're going to take the nations. How? Take the paper. 
take your rubbish, you understand, before you take the nations. Those are just some little house chairs tonight, yeah? Not talking about any group. I'm just saying, if a group of people have to meet in a place and the persons all stand them have to think, oh, how do we get ushers to come in to make sure that they don't litter? Those are litters. It doesn't matter if you then come and say, you can't even pick a paper. How? It won't work. Now, why did I say that? In this journey, God sizes us up. Watch the little things. See if we've grown. You don't ask him for the big things that you cannot control. If the little things you, are, you can control, it's not in your control. It simply doesn't work. It will become religious talk with no power. So watch your growth. Watch your maturing. Don't, don't watch your discipline. You don't have to be disciplined to pick up a paper. That's simple, right? So don't, don't even start with, well, you know, I still have some sin that I commit. That's too lofty. That's too big. For a person that can't pick up litter, for a person that can walk past litter and be fine with it, don't worry about, if you fornicate, you probably should. Because it probably will be fine. Because nothing else is going to be fine. So enjoy the only thing you've got going. Because it's not going to be fine. So let nobody deceive you with empty words. God is not, it is not when the time of God comes. It's going to do X, Y, Z in my life. It's probably not going to do it. Because you don't pay attention. You didn't grow. So before we begin to, and, but, but pastor, why do we then preach that God is going to raise people to be billionaires? I'm not going to shut down the few because of the few. If you get what I mean, there are some few around who are just meant to be feelers, not the takers of nations. Now, God opens up the choice to you tonight that a little person that is 10 years old can decide to grow. And please, let us tell ourselves the truth. Don't see an adult and assume wisdom. Age does not mean wisdom. Age just means age. You don't look, and I, and Pio said this, and I concur with it. That culture taught us to look at adults and think because they are older, they are wise. No, they are not. Information and paying attention is age. Have you seen a little child behave like an adult before? And you say he speaks like an adult. He walks like an adult. A group that cannot pick litter is not an adult. They spill everything everywhere. That's not adult group. That's big body, no mind. It doesn't mean anything. Forget about talent. Talent does not mean anything. 
how many talents in the world have you passed through train station before and you see people singing with lovely voices and playing guitar doesn't mean anything and they are good people still so culture made us feel that age means wisdom and have you then seen adults I've seen drunk adults before I don't know if you have before drunk rolling on the street shouting and he's an adult so age does not bring wisdom just like age meaning how old you've become does not bring God's purpose for your life so are you ready for the word tonight you know before I said this so I'm thinking if someone thinks that affect them how would they now receive the word um, already if it doesn't affect you you still won't receive the word you know so we thought about that for many years well I want them to receive the word with joy but later God says you don't understand they can still they won't still receive it because they won't pay attention so most of you are lucky that Pastor Obi is your pastor I would have come for COD tonight but I'll leave you Romans chapter 8 and it looks so nice so you're thinking amen okay now I'm, I'm free to speak the word now Romans 8 I want to start a series and I'm going to show you two things that birth adulthood two things the 99 years and the 100 years of Sarah respectively and Abraham respectively when I think about my own journey and my own life I want you to remember that we started like Pastor Dami said you have to take the battles of the war to places probably we can't take it now that's a big shoe for you to feel because I started taking the battle from Queens Road Peckham I took the battle to Queens Road Peckham just on that street and I walked the battle all the way to the Dove number 10 so I don't know where you're going to take it to but good luck to you and God will give you strength I believe but think about it that's where we started the battle from until we reach the doors when I finally get around writing a book you will you will I will put the what I said in number 10 is the craziest thing I've never told anyone craziest like when I finished speaking they just said you're not coming back no they didn't say literally but I could see the look the Secretary of State but guess what two weeks after I was there so if God is gonna build a people If God is going to build an entity, we can, um, and am I saying that means that we've taken the battle to the highest? No. If God is going to build them, they cannot be weaklings. They cannot not have the spirit of the fight in them. <laughs> they cannot not know how to push. They cannot not know how to produce. And their own intelligence, uh, even if you're watching me from Nigeria tonight, Ghana tonight, London City tonight, these are the tools, the ingredient, because 
the real tool for this war is you. It's not the ammunitions that you've got. The ammunitions have to be you. Children are inherited from the Lord. And the fruit of the womb is his reward. As the arrow is in the end of the mighty man, so are the children of one's youth. Happy is the man that has his quiver full of them. He compares children to arrows. But when a mighty man holds an iron arrow in his hand, when a prophet holds children in his hand, it's just as piercing. <laughs> it's just as destructive. It's just as winning as the arrow that you can see. So what is God shaping you to be? What is God fashioning you to be? An instrument of war. God began to speak to the prophet Jeremiah. He said, with you, he compares him to a sledgehammer. He compares him. I actually need that scripture. So it is not about what God gets to you physically first. It's the kind of weapon it makes you to be. For some, it makes you to be banking weapons. And if God is going to shape you like that, it's going to give you experienced tool makers. It's going to give you people that can sharpen you into that warfare edge. And that's why we don't allow or lead your feet to just any church because just any church, if there is anyone like any church, they just fashion religious people who outgrow the church anyways. Look at this scripture. You, you are my war club, my weapon for God battle. God did not say, I will give you a war club. He says, it's you. So it is not about what you bring to the table. It's about who you bring to the table. Are you listening to me tonight? So it's not about what you have first. It is not what you bring to the table. And it is that you that everything in this world is fighting for. And when they, they, when they are fighting for you, they get you by giving you things. You didn't hear me. Someone wants to give you marriage so that it can get you. So you are no longer you. You just have a marriage. In that marriage, you became lost. And God says, I'm not looking for your marriage. I'm looking for you. With you. It is with you that I want to do these things. I don't want to give you a bank first. I want you. Because if I send you as you, the you that has found purpose, if I send you to the banking world, you will take their own tool and destroy them with their tool. Ah, you didn't hear me. It is you that God is making. God is not making things for you. Because everything that is going to be made for you was already made in time. When he stepped out of time, he left you an heritage. He left you, he left you an inheritance. And he left you an inheritance in time. That's why when you came to this world, you came with nothing. He's saying, I don't need you to have anything to make you. It speaks to your inner being fashioning you day after day and the word says come and take beauty uh, you know beauty is a product of certain times so if you look this way so now you look so nice we don't even know you anymore you just have something called nice you have something but you are nothing and most people that entice you to have something is because they are nothing Nothings have a lot of things, but they don't have themselves. 
Have you seen nothing with titles before? When you see nothings, you see a lot of title after their names. MSC, MBE, CILL. <laughs> we read one this week. He said CIA. We're thinking, ow, like, are you CIA official? No, it's another thing. All manner of things. When you begin to see that on most occasions, you, you have people who have things but have nothing. Yeah. I got a message today saying we, they've decided that they will honor you in the Ghana National, Ghana National Award, blah, blah, blah. I replied with law. They're honoring me for the way I had to wash it after service on Sunday. Yeah, right. No, I've said go ahead. I'm, I, I'm just, you know my mouth is just so loose. I'm just saying, I don't know what for, is it? Because anyway, for, well, whatever. I don't care. Nothings will have a lot of things. Because they are nothing. Have you seen a rude person walking around pastor before? But they are rude. Because that presence, that following, that sin with pastor is all they have. They are not God's instrument. God is trying to fashion you. And until he strips you, he cannot make you. So when he decided to make Peter, he gave him a parable. He said, Peter, I can give you a lot of fish, but I want to make you. So he fashions Peter, but he gives him a parable. He said, cast your net into the deep. And now Peter gets many fish and he said, look at these compared to what I want to make you and choose. Why can you not leave Spark Nation? Of course you can leave. Don't let anybody deceive you with empty words. Why? Why must you be in a place you cannot leave? Why? What's holding you back? Why can a pastor not mind if you leave? Because you didn't make me. Before you came, God delayed growth so that I'm not lost in growth. So that I'm made. Are you hearing me tonight? He had to hold back growth so that sure how you take correction does not matter. He fashioned me and formed you. They didn't hear me, Lord. He fashions his instrument of warfare first. If I were you, I'll pay attention to you so that when you hear pity speak, you will not hear his word. You will hear his heart. You know, this one is not trying to use me for something. Because it doesn't mind. But then you cannot have many useless people. Why do pastors have many useless people? Because they were not made. They got lost in money and growth. So they have to hold it at the expense of all things. And guess who pays? For a leader that is not made, the followers. How do they pay? They will never hear the truth. Are you sure you're ready for the word tonight? You are my war club. My weapon for battle. He never said, I'll give you a weapon for battle. He said, you are. It is you God is after. 
if he delays the things you think you should have had by now it's saying you'll be lost in it the sister said but my friends are married God says that's a having you are married to lose marriage uh -huh. eventually love will not be like that anymore I hope you know that right anything you have from the moment you have it you have it to lose it if you have kids you only have them to lose them I hope you know that oh they don't you don't know you don't look like you know sorry to break the news uh, you have something in order to lose it from the moment you have it they taking time to lose it time is taken for you to lose it so how do you balance the losing time you balance the losing time by the use time so before you use it, before you lose it, you finish using it. They didn't hear me, Lord. You didn't hear that, right? That's too much. You will eventually lose it. How do you make sure? So why did you have it? To lose it. In God's eyes, why did you have it? To use it. If you use it, it would have fulfilled its purpose. Okay, let me leave that. Anyways, you are my war club. My weapon for battle. With you. I shatter nations. It is not with your money. It is not with your anything you have. It is with you. So see why God is going to have to sit on you. But what takes you away from paying attention to God sitting on you. The things you want to have. Because most times you think what you want to have is how God will use you. And God is saying, no, if I have you, I'll form you. And even if you go to a nation without having anything, if you appear in a nation, that's why when God sent me here, there was no money, nothing, no paper, nothing, nothing. Because it's me. It's not what I have. It is not even having IQ, intelligence. It is me. So when God says, go to um, Queen's Road and help there, either he said it verbatim or by circumstance, when he says, go there, it didn't tell me how I would have rent to pay at the end of the month. If I am there, rent will be there. Oh, yeah, you, you don't hear me. This is the limitless spending. This is a card that is not a number. You don't have a card. You are the card. You didn't hear me. You are not the platinum. You don't have a platinum card or a gold card like the one we were trying to actually still here. You are the one. And so everything that is meant to be used in the temporary time will be used. I understand people. It is me. So whenever God needs to form a physical card that can be seen, by time, the card can be called a PK. God will have to form a physical body called PK. Now if he understands this spirit, it will not be disposed if it doesn't. When the card, when I upgrade, I will not need the gold card anymore, I will get platinum. 
it is me not the card I think that's what I'm trying to tell you tonight so the card is just to serve me and God can change the card part time he can change the work club part time it is God no PT God can change PT part time if he doesn't upgrade as a weapon of warfare if when God is calling soul snatchers to the next level of soul snatching if they don't upgrade it will change it from soul snatchers to snatching souls we have heard different evangelism team in the church before it is their own team serving a mission called PT PT is just a person serving a mission called Christ and if I upgrade, it will upgrade the people around. If the people around upgrade, it will not have to dispose them. Are there things you used to use before? Imagine if your shoe thinks that it made you. Your shoe cannot make you. The more you grew, the more you needed bigger shoes. The more you grew financially, the more you even needed better shoes. If the kingdom is growing on earth, it will need better churches if the kingdom is growing it will need better pastors it is not because those pastors are bad it is just that heavens are growing the kingdom of God is getting more established on earth so God poses a question to you tonight this is what bothers me about people who go to other nations or even in this nation be careful the kind of power and people you go take pictures with or you want to associate with because if God is operating that nation is looking for new vessels and new vessels does not mean they've abandoned the old vessel it just means they cannot serve the new purpose so what God wants to do is a work in you and you are his only temple being built up there's a constant upgrade that happens in the realm of the spirit so don't bother about who has what bother about who is what have you seen the world no matter how much popular a footballer is no matter how popular a boxer is it soon fades away no matter how great or popular a rapper is it passes on God says in the kingdom a system is not like that but a system also is not without the practice of that. In other words, in his kingdom, if you keep upgrading, you will meet the times of God. And how do you keep upgrading? Don't take your eyes off you. Don't fix your eyes on what you have. And someone says, Pastor, I just want to know how to run my marriage. I said, know how to run you. Your marriage is just a card and that's why before you even got into it be sure that you are not meeting a man whose life has already ended there are men that can never upgrade and you will upgrade on women but and the problem is you will divorce because they will not be able to meet the demand of time so your wife didn't grow your husband did not grow because they took their eyes off them and so many other things so you must be able to decode a lady that will not grow you say you see this one she can look beautiful for now 
She's just Esau's product. Esau and Jacob are not twins, guys. Isn't that what they taught you in church all your life? They are not twins. They were children born in sequence of arrangement of time. Go and study. Stop listening to what this pastor said. So why all of a sudden do people not raise churches and young people not go to churches anymore? Because the church didn't upgrade. And that doesn't make God. So God gives his children to temporary caretakers. Temporary caretakers are motivational speakers and rappers and singers and footballers. He puts them in their custody until, oh God, the church he wants is ready. That's you. So we didn't just take the fight to number 10. We took it to the rapper's world, to a place where they can see a man that God is walking and walked upon. Are you listening to me tonight? So his attention is on you whilst your attention is on what you want to get. And that's the fighting point between you and heaven. That's the disagreement point. Because when you were younger, it did not matter what you want to get, you were on fire. As you're getting older, and the voices in your life that you refuse to divorce, but that didn't upgrade according to God's standard. Those voices began to make meaning to you. Mom, dad, uncle, auntie, and friends that you probably don't see anymore, but you still see every time. Their voices started to bring you back into what they have. And your eyes began to depart into what he wants to make you. You are his war club. You his weapon for battle God give me weapon for battle God says how you are if we don't make you you see when God wants a group to grow you want many people in soul snatchers God says no you are that weapon it can work with hundred or one with you not your group I will shatter what? Nations. A whole nation. Nations. It will shatter them, bring them down. So it is not God. God says, you look at Africa as a big continent. It takes one man within one year. And it will change the fortune of that nation. God told me, when you talk about Nigeria and how bad things are, it reminded me, he said, how old is Nigeria? He said, so before you even begin to complain, wait till he's 100 years old. He's just 60. This country is hundreds of years old. Every single thing they went through, nations that are younger are going through. Yes, the argument can then be, but there are fastest way, faster ways to grow. He said, no, growth for a child, there's no faster. A child would have to grow in time. He said, so whilst you're busy about the circumstance, we're busy about you, because with you, I will shatter nations not with your theology not with your book knowledge not with everybody you will know you so again God is looking for you tonight you remember the days when you were on fire for God and nothing else matters and you actually think you've outgrown that God says when you outgrow that you outgrow heaven's upgrade because then we cannot work on you anymore 
With you, I shatter nations. Uh-huh. With you, I destroy It doesn't kingdoms. matter what the kingdom is. And God says many times the reason why you cannot destroy nations is because you study too much about that kingdom. So the animosity, how big they are, how insurmountable they look, has now intimidated you to go and get weapons. So you are trying to get weapons, whereas we are trying to make you a weapon. So when God sends his servant to nations, when God sends his servants to mountains, he sends them as them. He doesn't need them to have any equipment. They are just them. I didn't come to this nation knowing anyone. But how did you all come? Because the more I'm made, the more he can entrust you to me. So you were spending card. God says, do you want limitless spending? Let's make you. God turns to Peter and said, come, we will make you fisher. It's the making of Peter that matters. So tonight, the Emma's question to you is what is taking your attention from what Emma is trying to make you. How did you become so busy in the acquisition of things? You can get busy in the acquisition of things thinking that you're going to use it to make the kingdom, God wants me to tell you tonight that you cannot make the kingdom for the kingdom is already made and settled the kingdom wants to make you God is more eager to make you the billionaire that you want to be but imagine the little liters that stops you from whatever wants to make you tonight so my attention is focused on what is making me my remaining fluid to flow because sometimes it can make me into gold. I'm a solid gold in his hand. But he needed a wristwatch. So he forms me into a wristwatch. Temporarily. I must not then say I'm a nice wristwatch. Because a time comes that he retreats me as a wristwatch. And melts me again. And forms me into earrings. Because that's what he wants to use me for. But time and a time comes he collects his gold. And he says, I want to melt you again. But what happens to people of comfort is that if he ever makes them a wristwatch, they say, now that I'm wristwatch, I'd rather stay a wristwatch. God says, you are the clay. And I am the porter. Shall a clay say to the porter, what are you making? And God wants to use you for the nations tonight. He says, tonight, whatever I formed you to be in 2016, spark nation it says I can call you back as I desire and melt you in fire because each melting will take fire so they say God may I never have something that I cannot melt again are you listening to me tonight because you may misunderstand this commission as just people looking good God says I'm not raising a people looking good I'm raising a people made good right that's what God is raising in this what in this house if you're gonna be made good or made right you have to be gold you cannot be any other aluminium or iron it has to be gold because it melts it melts for reformation on the fire it melts it melts for recreation it melts it 
does not say we are spark nation. It says when we need to be nation family, we are nation family. When we need to be community workers, we are community workers. Whatever we need to be part time, when we need to be glorified and praised, that is God's instrument for that time. When we need to be criticized and vilified, that is God's instrument for that time. It is the same instrument because irons can be reshaped at the will of the maker. It is not what you're going to become. And sometimes you're thinking, I wonder when I'm going to be what God wants me to become. Uh-uh. It is what you became and you refuse to become. Uh, meaning you became something. Now he asked, can we melt you again? Can we remake you? I said, no, sir. I really don't want to because you thought you came this far by yourself. And he said, no, I made you that. And I can make you another thing as I so desire. But God says to you to travel back from, from everywhere you've traveled into. He says, come back to all the things you thought you wanted to achieve. You think you are almost there. And God says, no, that wasn't even the plan. Because everything must end up working to its purpose. So grow, but remain a child. I, many of you are young, right? I know what adulthood does. It takes your attention from God's making into you making you. You actually think you are wiser. But believe me, that wisdom you think you have, look at almost all the adults you know. That's the wisdom that ended them where they are. And that's where you will hear. Uh -huh. The naivety you have, uh, that childlike faith you have, is how not to end up where they ended. There is a stage in your adulthood that given will not make sense. Let's not deceive ourselves. It makes no more sense at a certain age unless you are God's work club. Unless you realize that the people, most people that you know now, given does not make sense to them. That's where, why they are where they are. So when you lie down on your bed in the stage of an age of adulthood, yeah, when you lie down on your bed in adulthood, thoughts of what you could have done with money will come to your head. Satan does not come to make you change your mind the same day. It doesn't mind if it's in 10 years time. It comes to sow seeds. And when it is grown, it will harvest it. Because you think that God needs you to do something with money in order for you to do something. No, God wants to do something with you. And it is you he's making. So each given is the shaping of you. Uh, you didn't hear me. When, you, when we give, it brings the word. What does the word do? The word does not give you money. It gives you you. The word is working on you. And unfortunately for non-givers, even though they will hear the word in the group of givers, it will still not work for the non-giver. It will not work. 
Okay, are you ready for the word tonight? I haven't touched anything that I've written to tell you, but I have to. So there's two things in the shaping of you. And God keeps telling me, Toby, whatever happens around you, if you have you. Because remember that either, I don't know if I'm popular in this town or not. I just know people greet me everywhere. I couldn't care less. Because everyone says, don't even worry about your own upgrade. If you have you, you'll be upgraded and you will not know how. One of my daughters have gone to change her chin. Yeah? She's gone to take injection because there's, a, there's something here. That's a person that's lost themselves. So imagine starting a beauty parlor to actually convince people to give you money to make them beautiful and look right. And your customer ends up convincing you that you see you, right? You need to do something on your chin. I don't know how many... You guys, we've been tough, you know. You guys actually look at your chin. You actually think a man, a man does not marry you for anything other than one thing, and I'll tell you that in future. But let me tell you quickly, come. Someone says, someone says, believe me, men will not marry you for beauty, they marry you for peace. Yeah, right. And they will later cheat on you. They will later cheat on peace with beauty. You'll get that on your way home. Say, yeah, but I've seen beautiful, but, but I'm here because of the peace you give me. Yeah, later, it's going to cheat on peace with Miss Beauty. It's simple. There's no winning. That's all I'm trying to say to you. And that's why you have to be intact. Ready for any occurrence. When a person is already conscious of their teeth and their, and their whatever it is, and how their finger looks, of course you should look right, but in the reconstruction of body, you see the body is not important. What is important is you. So when we get to Romans tonight, you'll see why it became impossible or difficult for God to use people. Why many kids are in the hands of caretakers, taken away from the church and kept unto you, this house. And I mean it when I say you. So you must notice your calling. You cannot reason like other churches. That doesn't mean we're not part of church. We are. Until you are ready because we will go to that mountain. It is God's mountain. Who is going to take these people? Most of the young people you see in church, if you see church of young people, it's because young, some young people go to church because the society rejects them. Most. They just don't know where they fit into. So any little acceptance by those ones outside, they are gone. But you can reject that. That's why God has been working on you. There's no small you in this house. There is everyone in this house fighters. Okay, finish Jeremiah because of time. Let me just...
With you I shatter horse and rider. With you I shatter chariot and driver. With you I shatter man and woman. With you I shatter. Have you seen that there's no group there? Is one person. Whenever you see you, is talking to you. To the exception even of people you are in this house with. Meaning they can do stuff. But God says, okay, I know you are in a group and they are all behaving this way. But what about you now? Can we use you? Can we make you? And of course, you know, my biggest thing is you together. But God says, what if not? With you, I shatter man and woman. With you, I Old and youth. With you, I shatter young man and young woman. With you, I shatter shepherd and flock. Even shepherds will not be speared. These are pastors and leaders. When a man decides to withdraw his troops from battles that they have nothing or no reason engaging in, you know your troops, your mind, you know your troops, your money involved in battles that you have no business involved in where your minds have traveled to where you think you're trying to establish PT or the nations and God says that's just a journey that is not behind He says come back home when God finds that man it will restructure nations it will restructure banking world it will restructure churches because it finds a man with whom it can shatter shepherds and flock. So the biggest question is to you tonight. Many of you, your mind's telling the culture your parents taught you. So because you are 30, you think you should marry. Because in the time of man, they always have to have something. Go and ask those who are 30 something and married. Ask them. Be sincere with me. Do you ever think of coming out? Do you ever think of restarting? Can I answer on their behalf? Ask them yourself. With you, I shatter shepherd and flocks. With you, I shatter farmer and oxen. Someone said, you know, all this that you're saying about you're not married, blah, 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 and you want to face your work, is because you've not found the right man who will sweep you off your feet. How long would you be off your feet for? By the time you roll back and forth in the mud for a while after being swept off, you will realize you need to stand up. How long for can a person sweep you off your feet? Because you let American songs sound like, you swept me off my feet. You make it sound real to you. As the singer is now divorced, they found him with 55 women. But it's important when you see things as tools that God sends your way in life, it will send it your way. Oh, marriage is honorable, not dishonorable. It is honorable. With you, I shatter sheep and shepherd and flock. With you, I shatter farmer and with oxen. You? I shatter governors and officials. So don't take pictures with someone you're supposed to shatter. 
Don't seek the audience of the favor of someone you're supposed to shatter. So before stepping into a nation or into some big stuff, I'm thinking, is this a person to keep or to shatter? Because when a person has been shattered, they will be associating with shattered people. Then they become association of sh shattered accountants. Shattered circuitry. And God is saying to a young man or a young woman, look well. Don't think those things can give you life. Because not ma marriage cannot give life. Connection cannot give life. Money cannot give life. You give life to marriage. You give life to connection. You give life to money. You give life to everything around you. But sometimes God says, don't even give that life. Shatter it and rebuild. When you think that many likes and many people that enter your life is the definition of you having life, God says, I actually sent you to shatter them so that you can rebuild them. So don't let shatter people like you. Shatter them, don't like it. Tell me. Before your eyes, I will repay Babylon and all who live in Babylonia. For all the wrong. They have done in Zion, declares the Lord. And in another scripture, I began to say, with you, I will build. I want to show you that you tonight. I wish I can get there tonight. So I told you about the melting point. When God first creates gold. And he decides that this gold... What is needed now is a gold wristwatch. It forms a wristwatch out of you. It must be able to retrieve you because you need to know this. It is never about what you're doing right now. What you're doing right now can be the transportation into what you are created to do. You didn't hear what I just said. This is the issue. What you're doing might be the transportation into what you are created to do. In other words, there are things you find right now and God is saying, but this is not where you're going. I'm using this as a means of transportation for where you need to go. So why are you holding on to what you are doing right now? Why does... Some people came into this house because your boyfriend at the time or girlfriend brought it's, it's just a transportation. So don't, don't bother less if he's found himself a pig or he asked to marry right now because it's just supposed to transport you here. It doesn't mean anything. Be more careful about the person that did not mind why the relationship you had to come to the church, why it did not work, but they are easy to jump into relationship with that person. That's the person to be careful for. That's the person that finds, how do I call this now? That's a proverb in Chinese, but I'm trying to translate it, right? Okay, it's just like a person that finds a free person. And the free person says, I love you so much. But you're not thinking, but you love someone. That's how you guys came together, right? Say, so, yeah, but we might come together, but now it's you I love. I'm not saying that can't work. I'm just saying that um, that bothers me more than the person that didn't work out. 
In fact, for the person that didn't work out, they are just transportation. There are things in your life that transported you to where you need to be right now. And God is saying, let's remelt this gold and let's make a wristwatch out of it. Are you listening to me tonight? But he says, no, you know, in my past, I was abused. God says that the abuse is your transportation into purpose. Because in the birth of purpose, there are two things that are instrumental. I'll tell you the two things, pain and passion is important in birth of purpose. If you miss pain and passion in the birth of your purpose, you miss purpose. Pain is key. Are you listening to me tonight? Purpose is progressive. What you are doing now may just be leading you to what you are created to do. But whatever you do in life causes pain. Pain, if you are not married, you will have pain. If you are married, you will have pain. If you don't have children, you will have pain. If you have children, you have pain. I love the story of Anna so much because Anna had pain. Pain led Anna to Samuel, to the birth of Samuel. There was a pain in her. You know, Genesis chapter 3 verse 16 is important in pain and passion. Three Ps that you must not miss. Pain and passion. But purpose, pain is key for you. Uh, you, oh God, how do I describe this tonight? What, what were we going to read? We were going to read Romans, right? But leave Romans, go to Genesis 3.16. To the woman he said, I will make your pains in childbearing very severe. In childbearing, in the birth of purpose, pain is important. Pain, I will make your pain in childbearing severe with painful labor. You will give birth to children. But this is not even my issue. The last part is my issue. Look at this. Your desire will be for your husband and he will rule over Imagine you. after all the pain she goes through in childbearing, she still goes back to her husband to birth another one. These are proverbial words. You know why? If that's pain, the last part that says your desire will be for your husband is passion. Because passion is the only way to recreate. If it is just pain, there will be no recreation because it will have no purpose. But to keep going back, oh God, with the first work that God does in you is to create a passion for a, for a mission. So yes, you see, giving has given you pain. I hope there are people who has been pain through giving. But because your passion, you found a mission called PT, called Spark Nation, or whatever your mission is, even though you had pain, you still went back to that given because in childbirth there has to be pain but passion keeps making you go back and as long as that is happening guess where you're going you're going into purpose God says Sarah give me one more year of meeting with Abraham just one more year and you reach the centurion card one year for when Sarah was 99 and you know what I find interesting about the story of Abraham is the fact that even though Abraham won wars he built soldiers 
in his house. He left his father's house. He did many exploits. He took nation. But everyone was saying, it is not the words. It is not how rich you are. You only have one purpose. And that one purpose is childbirth, Isaac. Are you listening to me tonight? So they kept saying, Abraham, don't be lost in winning nation. Because winning nation means nothing to your purpose. Don't be lost in how you left your father's house and did great exploit because it has nothing to do with your purpose. All of those things where transportation means to take him to the one thing that is most important. And the one thing that is most important is Isaac. Because in your seed, all the nations of the earth will be blessed. Everything happening in your life right now is driving you to one location. You have one purpose and it's spiritual, it's eternal. So don't mind all the pain around you because this pains. Birth purpose. If you keep passion, tell me, please. Your desire will be for your husband. Leave, leave John 3.16 alone. Sorry, Genesis 3.16. We'll get to John tonight. The same 3.16, for God so loved. If you read Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, you would see the Bible calls Jesus' crucifixion. Pain. The pain he endured. The pain. But by the time you get to Acts chapter 1, the Bible calls it the passion. All of a sudden, pain turns to passion. The Bible no longer calls it pain anymore. So the pain of your giving or whatever it is, when you're looking forward to it, it is pain. When you look back, it is recorded as your passion. Spark Nation, no matter what name they call you right now, eventually they will see the passion of young people. All of a sudden, young people all over the earth will see what you are passionate about. Because you are not really passionate if you don't have pain. If we don't look behind and see pain. So forget churches that gather young people to dance. If I can't see the pain of those young people, there is no eternal passion that can be recorded that changes life. Now you see why I have the authority and audacity to say to you tonight that all the people kept in custody of all the rappers, of all the whatever they are called, they are kept for people of pain and passion. Nation family, can I tell you something tonight? God is driving you to the one thing that is most important. Yes, you can look flashy. Yes, you can have all the cars and good things and look well. God says, you see all those things, we don't care about it. But they are still transportation means. Am I talking to someone tonight? Let me see the comment. Their transportation means into the one thing that matters. But they are still good transportation into where I need to take you into. There is purpose being birthed in your life. It does not matter what your current pains are. Who for the joy that is set before him. So what is the joy that I see before me? A whole community that submits to Christ, but is very wealthy and loves Christ for that, for that passion. I don't mind the pain, but I will keep going back just because of the passion. The passion is because I've seen a sound and I don't mind going to recreate him. Are you listening to me tonight, that passion? So if I then see 10 negative sound and they call me names, I was, my desire will still go back to the recreation. So anything that you've lost passion for, 
anything that you've lost passion for is because you lost pain for it. Talk to me. Therefore, since we are... There is no one who serves in the church department that comes late that can make it. Look, after the service, I'll pray, say, sir, blah, 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 they will pray for you. But let me tell you, it can never work because the only thing that bears purpose is pain. Anna could not sleep. This is not just because of the jealousy of the other wife. It is a call. It's a, it's a call over a life that makes her roll on the bed at night. David cannot sleep until he comes to the sanctuary about seven times a day. So tell me about a choir person that comes late and you're thinking, why do you come late? Because they can sing. What are you singing? What are you singing? In this house alone, do you know how many people can sing? But how many people will he end up anointing? The people who decide to know that it is with you. I don't care how big Jay-Z and Koha. God says, if I can find a person that I can work with, with you, I will shatter nations. And this person can't just keep to time. Let's come in. How? Now you say, God is going to use me for the nations. How? How is that going to work? I don't understand. You know that's not possible. But your pastors are trying to tell you it's going to work because at the end of the day, it's about how many people give. They have to keep the mission moving. What were you saying? Therefore, since we are surrounded by such a great Anyone plan, that cannot keep to those times have different pain. Check. When people are no longer passionate about God, and forget what they tell you that in my, God knows in my heart I'm passionate about, forget your heart. Because your action will show your heart. For wherever your treasures are. So if you want, I told you before, if you want to trace a man's heart, trace his treasure, follow the money, you will know where their pains are. If you are really pained, you will not be able to wait to go and lead worship. But what happens in most people, listen to this, and I want you to hear me clearly. What happens in most people is, ask them, they will be having pain in other areas. And if you sit them down to talk to them, they will tell you what is really paining their heart. But let me tell you, whatever is really paining your heart has removed God's pain Therefore, your desire will always be for your husband. What you say is pain in your heart, and because I'm human, it's just painful to me. Whatever it is, right, your desire will always go back to it. So you will recreate your own pain because of your passion. So pastors, don't think just the fact that they sat down and told you, you know why I've not been doing this is because I just feel pain the way she talked to me, and then this happened, and then they've chosen another husband. They have another pain trace the passion so imagine a person starts that journey from 25 they will keep going back to their husband and they will recreate because their passion will always be for their husband and they will keep recreating that pain over and over that's what i've learned in 16 years of church the fact that a lady sits you down and tells you what she's going through now and the pain she's going through ask her in another five years she's reproduced it again and you realize and then she will say i don't even know how i get myself into this she's done it she's a passion 
if you keep God's pain your pain God's passion will be your passion purpose will be birth you know already and I've taught you this in life you will have pain whichever way you decide to go if you let me give you an example have you ever had to have an operation before and you don't want to do it what drove you to finally go and have the operation pain pain drove you there they give you all the medicine anesthesia and you can they can inject you and operate you don't feel the pain but when they woke you up what what do you continue with pain with or without the surgery pain is an ever-present element in our life what do you use pain for you use it you use it pain is to be used that's what you use it for you use it you convert it and understand passion when you still have pain for souls, you remember when you still, you, you used to have soul drive. You remember those days when you have soul drive and all of a sudden we felt that these souls brought us so much pain. God says with or without you will still have pain. But if you have passion, you will still go back to soul snatching because your desire is so your husband. So winning must be our desire. That's our passion. As a house given must be our desire. You remember the days when we used to rejoice, when we say we eat the target, 500K, and we all rejoice, and you could do whatever it took for you to, the passion must return. Because don't, don't let go of the pain, because they were all driving you towards the purpose of God for your life. And at the time when the people misbehaved, it was still God melting you into usable gold. So it's going to be that first love. Tell me. Fixing our eyes on Jesus, the pioneer and perfecter of faith. What were you reading again? Hebrews 12, 2. What was he saying? For the joy set before him, he endured the cross. That's fine. It's always going to be somewhere. There's a purpose in every fight. Every ring that God throws you in. I've always thought about boxes, those who fight. For the joy is set before them. They know after this match, either I win or not. I'm, I'm going on with a million or ten, whatever they pay them. Someone says, what about those who are not going on with ten million? Remember, the one that is going on with ten million did not start the fight today. It's been fighting. The pain has been the pain of many years of fight. But because there was a joy before them. God says, do you see the joy before us as nation family tonight? That a time is going to come that all the banking world and the music world will be subject to you. But for that joy, there has to be pain. We were thought to have glory without pain. It cannot be. That's why our parents are working out to make us avoid pain. Because they never had any and they had all. Did you hear what I just said? They never had any pain, but they had all because they used temporary anesthesia. Is that the name? They used the comfort is an anesthesia. He hides pain for a moment. That's what comfort does. When you first make little money and you think life is more better now, it keeps you from the greater battle. I don't care if it is a thousand or a million or ten. It is a temporary anesthesia. It keeps you from fighting the greater battle that God has called you for. And God says, that is why I walk in a church like I do. 
just about the time they are getting comfortable just about the time that their pastor is about to be knighted or they are about to start inviting him to boards to 8 a.m. meetings without direction 8 a.m. meetings in number 10 that has no purpose to it God says just about that time I cause trouble so that I can remote you and remake you are you listening to me tonight so that you don't sit in this place of discomfort God is calling you to the higher level of pain and purpose tonight that has to be passion no wonder Jesus was talking to the church one of the churches in the book of Revelation he said I know your works and you do good stuff he said but nevertheless remember your first passion remember your first love because that's your procreation and recreation that is how you birth remember how sparkling birth it was passion now when the comfort take over you probably won't go right because you're a big man now and god says look at this big man he's become gold but we cannot remote and with him we cannot take the nations with him we cannot shatter kingdoms but he can be comfortable when we come for takeovers when you hear the trumpet it does not matter how big you are if you become a family head it means nothing you must be at the forefront of the fight are you listening to me you in this house cannot send your money you have to go for the mission we reject your money are you with me tell me to the angel of the church in Ephesus right these are the words of so him don't worry about that they know it's there you verse 3 you have persevered and have endured hardships. meaning go back to what we were reading before you 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 know oh God you have persevered and endured hardship for my name's sake and I've not grown weary yeah. don't worry about it still don't let us go there please read where we were reading before fixing our eyes on Jesus the pioneer and perfecter of faith okay let me go into this now Abraham has one thing and the one thing Abraham had was to deliver Isaac it was to deliver an eternal family Abraham's job is give us an eternal family on earth but Abraham we cannot give you the we cannot give you the continuity of that family until we know that you know us to know us is to be us to know us is not to talk about us most churches and people Christians you know talk about God they don't know him to know us is to be us until we can call you a friend of God until we can discuss what heavens are discussing with you Abraham so one day God was going to destroy the nations of Sodom and Gomorrah and he said can I do a thing without telling my friend Abraham and it took God 100 years to be able to have those kind of conversation with Abraham he says when you become us because the son we want to give you is the most important thing to us we need a family on earth through whom the whole earth will be blessed but Abraham this is about you and God appeared to Abraham saying to him walk before me and be thou perfect let us make you us become part of this olden group it is you we need you don't need a son Isaac we need a son so we are I mean Abraham so we are more eager than you are 
as to the fulfillment of what you are really created to do Abraham we are more eager than you are born this is what we're going to do Abraham we will give you a credit line you can spend as you like until the child comes the child is what we want but we'll give you a credit line so all the wars you want is our credit line for you to pay in the future you're not hearing me we will make you use you can have all the monies Abraham had it Abraham had all the nation it was a credit line but we're going to you are going to have to pay back now payback day was Moriah when they asked back for Isaac they are saying the credit line we gave you can you give him back to us so figuratively Isaac was slaughtered that's too much right all the victories you have Abraham they are just a credit line for you we put a bank guarantee on you for a day that we will need because Isaac is yours and we cannot come kill him unless you do so I'll keep that till Sunday fixing our eyes what am I saying to you tonight the fact that you are still alive you understand your journey right that is supernatural leading here it was a credit line the purpose is still ahead that's all I'm trying to say to you so you might as well enjoy your credit line well the fact that you were given certain pain to carry is still a credit line before because some people want to have that pain they can't have it yet they still have many pains it's always going to be somewhere there's a purpose in every fight the pain that causes us to do certain things those pains lead us to a path and a purpose every pain is leading somewhere you've got to have passion in pain that's why we said don't rest in peace rest and fight because there's a purpose for every fight that you have so God says to me don't mind fighting these people because there's a purpose even if I fight you and you vanish let me tell you the purpose is in it for me your vanishing is important to me to get to where I'm going to because there's a purpose in every fight pain is a part of the process to bring you into your unique destiny I need you to write that down if you may pain is the part of the process to bring you into your unique destiny I've told you there's always going to be pain somewhere sometimes I told you the pain of surgery told you that pain is one of the midwives for the delivery of purpose there are two midwives that's pain and passion I want to close shortly birthing something these self-denials all of it they are pains when you by yourself for yourself decide to deny yourself of certain things they are pains 
They lead to a certain purpose. So don't withdraw halfway. If I look at a COD in my mind, I get it. I get what God is trying to do in the nations. So you have to have corresponding pain for the kind of child <laughs> that God wants you to birth. The pain must correspond. It must do its time. And the pain is not God's pleasure. It is to your pleasure. That's the work of pain. And in order for you to incubate and grow pain well, there are certain people and certain things you have to detach from because they are pain protectors. There are people who would rather have you keep the child inside until you have stillbirth, until the child dies. Their names most times are parents. And sometimes their name can be pastors too. They will, have, they will rather have the baby in you than pushing you to the labor ward to push out, to go through pain. They want to protect you from pain. I told you, God plants passion behind the pain because the return of passion is what causes recycling of birth. All pain and no passion. This is important too. If it is all pain without passion, you would have no purpose to it. If it is all passion without pain, you would have no appreciation for the pain. Did you understand that? Pain and passion pushes you into destiny. Even God had to go through pain to redeem man. You remember the cross, cross which became the passion, became the passion. I don't know, those of you who could bear to watch Mel Gibson film, The Passion of the Christ. I've never seen that film, by the way, never. I can never watch it. It's, it's, it's painful. If you watch that movie with popcorn, you, even Satan cannot. You've got issues. Wonderful film, I guess, and all that. But the pain there, and that's just the movie of it. Who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross. Listen. The purpose is not COD. COD is the cross. The purpose is not liberation or power base. That's the cross. The purpose is eyes have not seen. And if we want to call that in this realm, we'll call it God's eternal family. The purpose is not connect. That's why it keeps breaking and melting. God uses it for what it needs to be part time. Hey, the spark nation is not the purpose, it's the cross. So the old journey of Spark Nation, I've clocked it, is just leading us somewhere. So at a time, it wants me to be pastor of Spark Nation. At a time, it wants me to pastor rappers and pastor the city. That's it all, but Spark Nation was a vehicle. Oh God, you're there. Spark was a vehicle that got me known to where I am now. But I cannot then sit here and say, well, it's going to be Spark Nation or who? The Spark Nation or who was a purpose and a birth pain 
but the passion is what keeps me here because without the passion I would have said let me go do something else so imagine brother made some money and lost passion and pain because the money is now shielding you from pain you want to use money to shield yourself from pain you will not get to the purpose you want to use recognition to shield you from pain we should have known that recognition would only bring us pain for another birth we thought recognition brings us to a place every time recognition has brought you knighthood that was the end of them oh i just use knighthood knighthood is beautiful i just awards end of story because it's supposed to bring you pain not applaud Dearing is your passion tested seeded given brings pain but shows passion God taught me years ago until you're given brings pain you're not given it's painful but passion is why we do it weekly someone say we give monthly we used to give weekly pain passion pushes you into destiny comfort makes you lose passion because it's a pain reliever temporary that's what comfort does that's the danger of comfort people stay they stall they stink because of little comfort or achievement and whenever that happens you completely lose pain and passion that means purpose is not going to be better why is it that all my years as a pastor's child and then a pastor for some years why is it you can see the hand of God on certain people they were getting blessed blessed then they stole then they're not growing anymore they used money or the little blessing to protect themselves and shield themselves they thought they were doing themselves a favor they didn't know that what God proposed is that with you it will shatter nations with you it will shatter kingdoms it will shatter the shepherd and the flock but they were afraid because of the spirit of poverty I repeat tonight COD is the cross it's not the purpose so carry this cross carry it with your heads high fight the good fight don't be weary all the family heads re-inspire the passion of your people so that there can be creation again birth again my little children from whom I travel for whom I go through pain for whom I travel in birth until Christ is formed in you God told me to tell you we will have to be the same pain the same pain that Beth Iggy's I'm just using him as an example if it doesn't upgrade another Iggy's will come remember there are poster boys of testimonies before him before you PK there was some too it's just some fitted into a purpose in a time go back to the position of travail in birth until something happens you didn't hear that scripture did you 
until Christ is formed. The Bible says when Christ is our life appears. That, that is the, when it says until Christ is formed in you, until you become the totality of heaven on earth. Until the whole of heaven moves into earth. Are you listening to me? Jesus did all the, I, I talked about Abraham, that he had victories, right? That he, he did all the great things he did. It's not that different from Jesus. Turn five loaves to, to, to five feet, five thousand. Raised the dead, had victories, walked on the water. But God says, that's not where we're going. All that is inconsequential. Are you able to create eternal family? That's Peter and Cole. That's why he died. He went through pain because of his passion for humanity. That's why even though John 3, Genesis 3, 16 says your passion will always be for your husband. John 3, 16 came back to tell us what God so loved the world that he gave all he had. It was pain in order to gain back the earth. So never let us get to a place where we think that our financial calculations or our financial prowess will lead us to take in the banking world. What brought you here is what will get you there. If it was souls and given that brought you here, what will get you there is the same pain. We can shield ourselves from people all we like, but if they are not there bringing pain, we are not going there bringing solution to the world. It has to be the same cry. My little children for whom I travel in birth until Christ comes. Look at this scripture. My dear children uh, for whom I am again. Thank you for giving me that scripture. For whom I am again. Oh God. Spagnation, are you listening to me tonight? You cannot have past pain. If we want to bet the next level, I'm going to ask you to begin to pray in the spirit in a moment. If you're going to bet the next level, you have to go back to the position of pain again. My little children, from whom I travel in birth, in, in the pains of childbirth. Why? Because Paul's desire is now on his husband. When we traveled in giving, the same, how can we give monthly better 10, 5 years ago, 3 years ago, 2 years ago than now? How? Passion and pain got lost somewhere. And all of a sudden, you're sharing God's pain with your business pain. You're sharing God's passion with your business passion. Remember the days that you had no business, but you gave still somehow, anyhow, and you still prospered. If you're going to break the million pound level, it will be let's go travel in pain of birth again. If we're going to see revival, we're going to go back to the place of travel through pain of childbirth again until Christ is formed in you. Until the fullness of Christ comes. Until you see the fullness of Him. Pain is so painful that you don't want to go back to it again, right? have to find a way back so when it has to be on point of course you're sharper now you're smarter why so winning what, what happens is the family itself gets smaller and more powerful but your congregational meeting must get bigger so there cannot be days it cannot be you know the days when PK and Stephen are coming to church and they fill three rows if 
they let those days go, guess what would happen? The pain of, that means they left the pain. Check it, that means they are sharing pain with so many other things. It could be they are now married or I now have a son. So there's pain somewhere. Compassion is missing. You see now why God would have to sit. It is you he wants to form. He wants to have I'm thinking, should I go into Romans or no? You want to read something? Go for it. My little children, uh, I am in pain again over you, like a mother giving birth. I will feel this pain until people can look at you and see Christ. He said, I'm going to have to carry this pain. So the question should be, as much as we've taken this city, and I don't know, I think one out of every five or seven or ten people know who we are in this city, right? As much as we've, he said, don't let go of the pain. Paul said, I will keep it. Because as much as that is done, question is, are we still, have we gotten to the place we need to get to? And the loud answer is no. Keep the pain. Don't go relax in Dio Louis Vuitton. They were just transportation means. They were supposed to make us, they were actually for me, all those clothes were supposed to make us invite more fights. And what those clothes did is allowed me to get into a fight in their world, in the fashion world and in the rapping world. So we're able to invite the fight. Now we're there and say, hey, now we can fight. They're trying to shield me from an interview. Don't go to this interview. What do you think this is? You think this is a beauty competition? This is war. It's a beauty competition. It's a fight. Well, I just don't know what you may get it. I want to get it wrong. So that I can have pain. And go back to the place of prayer. So God says tonight, who are you sharing his pain with? Who are you sharing his passion with? He knows you. That's why he's not led you to the path of marriage. He knows that your passion is easily switched. He knows you'll start having passion for that person whereas you should have added your passion with yours and doubled your passion up for God now is your passion for them but what you're missing is if you have passion for him you'll, you'll keep your passion for her it's not, it's, it's not difficult to lose passion for, for each other in marriage that goes within five years max sexual appeal and stuff goes in short time don't mind those writing books on how to keep your appeal in marriage. They've also lost it. That's why they are writing it. What man will not lose it? What man will not lose it? Ladies, you have to understand men are unique. So forget all that noise about cheating. They are unique. I'm telling you now. If you don't like it, you don't like it. It is. They are. And there's nothing you can do about it. There's nothing God will do about it. You'll still find them in heaven. Tell me, what were you reading? Should I get to Romans 8 tonight or should I just ask you to pray right now? We're going to get to that birthing position. Of course, in each season, it will be different how you birth. Because you become more experienced mothers. If it's your first child, it's 2016. But 2016 was not my own first child, it's yours. 
If it's your second child, you already know when to expect what. Isn't it midwife, mother, midwife? I've yes, not sir. seen you forever. Thank you. Give okay, my midwife night. <laughs> and I say, mother, second child, you already have all the talk about whatever you people talk about. You're experienced. But you still don't miss pain. It's still pain. It doesn't say, well, it's the second child, so there's no pain. I know you already. Pain does not know you. Pain just knows as long as I see a child there. Before you bring that thing, whatever it is, I will be part of the process. It's pain. But you know, pain will no longer be painful. If purpose is your real anesthesia. Purpose is why you endure. Otherwise, let me tell you, if someone tells you about endurance, either you like it or not in this world, you will still have to endure. Someone says, I want to kill myself. I say, how? Which way would you want to go? It doesn't matter anymore. Pain, you will endure. You will be patient. You know what I'm, I'm tired of poverty. I say, yes, yeah, so what would you do? You know, those messages, I just saw someone's message coming and saying, I give up on God. I said, yeah, um, I, have you told him? He said, no, what are you telling me? He said, when I see him, I'll, let, let, I'll, I'll tell him. But the problem will be they'll just say, um, woo. I give up on God. Then I'm going to text you, don't give up on God. Give up. What's my own? If God cannot hold you, what's my own in holding you? I just saw the message coming in. I just closed my eyes, blocked it. And no, 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 no. I give up on God. It's a lie. If you give up on God, you don't have to announce to man. I mean, what's my own on you giving up on God? Was I there when you gave in on God? I wasn't there. God doesn't do this within three months. I'll give up on God. God says, imagine God looking at you saying, you right better give up on me right now. <laughs> I give up on God, you know. Pain. All those things that, pains, pains, entourage for a man and woman of purpose will be endurance, patience, perseverance, doggedness, this is entourage for those who have found purpose and what God says tonight is go back to that birthing position you didn't make a million, you birthed it for anyone that is made, births that's the difference between you and the world you didn't hear what I just said I said, everyone that is made, births for the world, they make money. You birth. Because the credentials they have and all the, whatever they can do to make it, you don't have it. But you have, you are made. So you birth things. And when Paul was made, he can birth the whole church. He birthed churches from Asia Minor to Israel to all the nations of the earth. See, they go back and birth, but start by picking up your own dirt. Don't be vandal nation. Be birth nation. You guys are in trouble from Pastor Obi tonight. This guy is just sitting. 
<laughs> Anyways, and I give you this staff of authority to deal with this situation. Because your house was actually pinpointed as the main. I want to stop talking about this. We're in serious matters now. So now, Romans 8 shows you how to breathe naturally. Should I deal with that today or later? Because I want you to pray. You breath millions. You breath spagnation. Now God is saying Toby, I want you to birth this community now for me, beyond the four walls of the church. And guess what the first thing I did was? I'm saying for this birth, I'm putting in 150K on it because I understand how birthing works. Especially in spiritual things, a seed first. Seed must go first. So don't even say anything without the seed. So the word made followers by giveaways they understand it either by default so they started doing all those stuff they gave followers God says I want you to bet kids to me but this you also know and God didn't say give to it I know by the principle of the word that the word knows better than the church the first way to do that is seed your first, for the first one, two, three years, you're throwing seed there and it may look stupid. But I understand spiritual stuff. And that's the only way it will work. And then you go back to the pain position. You begin to labor in the place of birth until Christ appears. In 2016, Christ appeared. And look, we were not, it wasn't social media. The revival spark in 2016 was not social media. It's just still me sitting in Elephant and Castle and all of you came because there was a Toby that was made and God is busy making the next one that can take nations. He started doing that since 2016. Are you listening to me tonight? It is the making of God. It is spiritual and all that are still tools into God trying to make some so There was a soul snatcher that started. God says there is another making also snatchers so the question will be can Kim make it let's say she's the leader I think you're the leader right quickly talk uh -huh. God says is she gonna make it or will she have pain for marriage you know pain for marriage I don't know we don't have dinner enough God says <laughs> dinner I'll leave that so God says I need the pain just as intact the pain that brought those souls before must bring another level of souls it must be the pain that wakes you up the same pain that made you drive to certain places 2 a.m midnight if you lose that pain now the exhibition of that pain may be different but it must be the same pain lift up your hands and pray the holy ghost for a minute of prayer will remain the same the expression how you talk may be different but something is still biting you did you see when David said my heart is indicting me 
this is why David yes you can say because he didn't go to war when generals were going to war I agree with that but it's more than that this is why he killed the husband and God still says you don't understand this guy is the apple of my eyes there's something that is still connecting with God's family in the heart of David. And can I be bold to say this to you that I teach about holiness and sin, but sometimes it's way beyond that. It's about purpose. Because the child still coming from that family was still the, the progenitor of the covenant of God over David. Solomon was from the woman, the adultery woman, still produced the wisest king in the nations because David had a heart do you have that my Tell heart me. is indicting a good can, master can, can we look for the definition of the word indicting this guy this guy was rich and he took kingdoms do you know how long David has been fighting he fought from the cave of Adullam pain he fought everywhere he when the prophet the main guy was coming imagine the president is coming to visit his father they still didn't think he should be there pain in iniquity my mother begat me pain all this pain seclusion um, um being being isolated and because i don't know how long you're gonna be mourning about being isolated and people not accepting you david went through all that but each time it goes through it is to enter another battle enter another fight but his pain remained the same so this same pain when he saw goliath he said who is this that defied the army of god it was still not about his own battle a pain for god that he carried his pain made him use stone to overcome the biggest general that ever existed in their time so with your pain I told you before it wasn't the stone it wasn't the arrow Saul thought it was the spear that gave him victory God says it wasn't the spear it was who you became as long as you became that you will win nations you will shatter kingdoms shatter nations but the moment Saul was no longer the sword that God anointed he couldn't win no battle no more because he became king David was so prosperous, he had everything, but he will not miss the house of God, his heart, indicted. Tell me quickly. To make up, compose, or to give literary or formal expression. I wish I had time. His mind is indicting him. Concerning another scripture says, with a good thing. Well, a good matter, but go on, finish this because of time. NIV, sir. Tell me. My heart is stirred by a noble theme. It, it, my heart is stirred. You know, David had a constant stirring of heart. Already, I know many of you carry this. Your heart is stirred, otherwise you will not be in the nation family. But it says, let that stirring push you more into the place of pain. And A, you will have pain either ways, but make sure that your pain is, is channeled towards something. Souls and seeds, simple. End of story. And you say, look, what made pity pity, what made me land on the jet 2005 without any money in the pocket, not knowing where we're going, all the way to whatever we've come to today was just, the pain is just constant. 
is the pain it's not the preaching by now you know it's not the preaching is the pain was constant it's not changed I don't miss holidays or island visits I don't miss it I don't feel it my heart is tear by a noble theme huh? go back to KJV as you were reading is indicting a good matter I speak of the things which I have made touching the king my tongue is the pen of a ready writer any pain you have toward God will overcome any pain that life brings towards you I repeat when your pain is channeled towards God every pain that life brings you will overcome it it will not sink you because you have your pain in the right place you want to read something quickly. the tpt sir are you ready to pray tonight guys can we take a birthing position tonight can we be ready for the month of august can you birth another level of giving can you birth another level of soul winning can we birth another level of gathering can pain make you not sleep can you still hold on to that pain can you not be too harsh for pain tell me my heart is on fire, oh God. boiling. Thank you, TPT. You know, there are times when your tongue cannot pray anymore, but your heart is on fire. Do you, if when PT wakes up, I'm still looking at this whole thing, and I'm saying, we're going to revolutionize this. My heart is on, on fire. You don't understand. You think PT is popular. You think PT, I don't think so. I just think, you know, this thing, I need to rough it up. I need to scatter this whole thing. I need to mess this whole thing up. And that's why increasingly we became, we're constantly becoming intolerant of people around us. I can't just take it. Like, why are you still retarded? Can't take, I don't understand. I can't. Because the fire increased. And I know that, anyway, let me leave that. Don't be intolerant of people. People around you will still have to grow. Tell me quickly, let's finish this. My heart is on fire. Boiling over with passion. Oh, oh God, thank you. You found it for me. Boiling over with passion. Tell me. Bubbling up within me are these beautiful lyrics. Did you see how David wrote songs? It's hot. There's someone that won't come early to church. What fire is there? There's no fire. There's only voice. Skill does not mean purpose. That you have skill or talent in something does not mean it's your purpose. Passion and pain is purpose. That's what breaks purpose. Accommodate someone because they have good voice. Skill does not mean purpose. If your heart is not bubbling with a fire within, and say, well, but I have my own fire, it's just I express it differently. Tell me exactly how. We didn't feel like we were walking because the fire in the heart was so much. David said, the moment my heart has that fire, my tongue became a pen of a ready writer. Meaning whatever I said became law because there was a fire burning within my soul. So don't look to be law in banking. Don't look to be law in entertainment. If there's no fire burning in your soul, the fire burning in your soul is what made you an authority in that mountain. Did you finish it? Like a river busting its banks. 
I'm overflowing with words, spilling out into this sacred story. This story started not by me telling people my dream, it's by me knowing the fire that was burning in me, that fire that is unseen or unseeable, created a story that we are reading today. That's how passion works. Again, when the things of this life bombard your mind, you will share your pain with other things. Your pain will shift. People sold drugs in the end to get their mothers. They say, at least they say, I just want my mom out of poverty. They sold drugs for that. They risk jail time and their lives because they think they have passion for their mother. It's just that when money came, some money came, the pain that money brings, they were not prepared for. So with the pain money brings, you need more money to self-relief of that pain. In other words, what I'm saying is that that pain that your mother should get out of the end is not enough pain to get you into real prosperity. Those are just cards which will happen anyway if you have the right fire or the right pain. I still can't get to romance. I want to get to romance, but uh, maybe we should sing a little bit. Maybe I can then find grace together. But I need you to take a breath in position. Search for past pains. When pain is mixed with sensual, sensual don't have to be sexual, sensual senses. When it's mixed with it, pain becomes frustration. So giving is not frustration. It gives you pain for passion. But you don't get, oh, I'm even tired, I, I, I'm so, no. That pain is different because it's sweet. How to take this city? Pain and passion. Why? Because it is your father's good wish to give you the kingdom. It's a little flock. Don't be afraid for it is your father's good wish. So either it's soul snatchers on the street or those who are sent to financial world or whatever you're sent to, God wills to give it to you. It's not keeping souls or resources away from you. It wants to give you. So whatever mountain I step into, I go with a consciousness of me. So if you see pity in an interview, I'm, I'm conscious of me. And I already know the limits that this me cannot get to. So when I'm not winning in number 10, I go back into my room and war for a while. And allow God to sort out the things. Allow leadership also to sort out the things. What happens to most of us is when leadership is trying to sort out things and you, you think they are angry with you, you think they are, they, are, they are correcting you, no, they are sorting out why you are not yet God's war club. Tonight, God says you are. Go back to that scripture and I'll stop with that tonight. Tell me, sing now, don't do it.
place of prayer I know without doubt that there's a revival coming God will walk with a person and a people will still have the pain and passion because without that the car will reverse you run out of the fuel and transportation means into purpose pain and purpose refuels the car when all of a sudden you move into a bigger house and it's not bigger to you it's just a house the same pain the same passion the same pursuit of God the same attentiveness people become less attentive to leadership at the at, at, at just little comfort little money and all of a sudden they have their own path that they are mapping out leadership won't speak because already I know that there's there are people whose limitation whose card credit line God cannot upgrade the man to be afraid of is the man that is not having it quick because God is keeping a pain and a propelling force into something that eyes have not seen it takes a spirit if Paul was going to attain the level of holiness he attained he had a constant pain with a thorn in his flesh because it would only propel him to a certain level have you ever been ticked off angry and you did more when you were angry than when you were not I wanted to pray tonight just five minutes of worship and prayer again certain expressions might change there are days that you will pray for two three hours or one hour whatever and that's brain talk and there are days it won't be so the expression so when I found out my, that my daughter has gone to do whatever enhancement I said you don't pray anymore in it because what happened is simple prayer is shifted you can still be talking your heart is not on fire you've shifted it that's why that got to you I'm not talking about sin you 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 sin anyways I'm there is something worse than sexual sin and all that those are temporary things you see the sin of image is much deeper because it reconstructs you it deals with your mind rather than your pleasure sexual sin is pleasure the sin of what you want to be is deeper than sexual sin because what he told Eve was don't you see how you look and how he speaks to you at the cool of the don't you want to be like that it shows him a picture of what to be like that's what scares me about that sin sexual sin you fall you just want a pleasure you'll come out of that but the image sin what I look like and what I want to look like and the confidence that I have or don't have because of what I look like or don't look like is worse because it tampers with divine order of birth you and me. 
you. Listen to me. Your life is more than just about you. So it's not a matter of am I married, am I not married? It's more than you. It's like Abraham or Sarah saying, do we have kids, do we not? Isaac is more than them. Stay away from people who give you ordinary life or who talk to you about it. Stay away from people who have an imagery of the ideal life because they will ruin you. It doesn't matter what title they carry. Do you understand the word stay away? As in literally. I learned how to stay away from those who spread bad news. Even people would tell you what wrong things someone has said about you. They are not different from the people saying the wrong thing. They may be laughing. Oh, if you heard what they said about you. <laughs> they just said you are a fool. You just, you fool. You just point a day. You just point his day. Stay away from those people. Have a streamed line life. Focused on certain kind of because you are pain enough already. You don't need someone telling you what's going on about you in on Twitter. Or what I saw your mom, she doesn't feel happy about it. Yeah, you just made me happy. I think God, I, I feel the atmosphere. That's why I want to pray for you. What God is still battling within your life, and we repeat it many times, are the kind of people you are still open to. And that's not isolate yourself from family. You have the right to do whatever you like with your life. I'm just saying there are certain things that at certain times cannot be accommodated for that space. You have little space in your life at that time and you can't have many people there. Simple. And should I not have learned that, even though I come from a very good family, should I not have learned that, I would still have ruined still, even though God has a purpose of my life. Because it's not saying don't have passion, it's just calm down. But to get to where I need to go to, I can't. And for where we need to get to now, nobody understood the kind of pain I had to have because they are not here. So they don't know the kind of passion and pain that it, that it takes to birth this. But when everybody sees this purpose, this is so beautiful. Wow, wow. But you don't know the pain and the passion. Left to you, you don't want me to have that pain and passion because you love me. <laughs> but I don't blame you because you don't see this purpose as well. But I'm not ready to trade my purpose on the altar of your comfort. So away for time being you see those of you who make decisions yourself and whatever you I want to close it's past 11 Father in the name of Jesus I thank you for the entrance of your word gives light and understanding to the simple Father I thank you for the circumcision of the ears that we may hear what you're saying. I pray for these ones. We, I travel again in birth until Christ appears in them and in me. I thank you, oh God, because with these ones you will shatter kingdoms. 
you will destroy nations and you will rebuild nations. Let this grace and this anointing and this word therefore rest upon every hearer of this word. And we all say amen in Jesus' precious name as we worship. Come and close the service. I love you all. Hey, wait. By now, I expect that all family houses, you have your list of souls. Certain kinds of soul because we must be progressive as well. I expect that you are connected. I expect that your family head is testing you out with souls. Like you, you have a soul bank ready, tested. And every rejection is supposed to make you more innovative on how to win souls. On how to keep those souls in service as well. In the first week of August is going to be awesome. And God is just saying, share your pains. Everybody, God's pain, souls. So if you look at a concert done by Afrobeat and you see it packed up, you should feel pain for the house, for God's house. And the world, they are the words, so the words will accept them quicker, but you must plug them out one by one. Are you listening to me? These guys strive so much that they can even get pastors to their own side. And the pastor is not there to evangelize, or just to be part of congregation. May God keep your pain and your passion so that you can birth purpose. Can I see amen and amen and amen and amen? We're ready for the first week in August. It must, you must express pain. You know, when you're given a shows that you are angry. And when your soul winning bank shows that you are angry. But you are angry positively. Then we will change the world. Another position of birth. The blessing of God is upon you. Amen. You will share the grace and we will close the service. The blessing is on you. Remember when you hear words like this, don't go home with guilt. Guilt only produces your husband and then you reproduce another situation. Assurance and faith. That's how to work.